0: Hey there, and welcome to episode 225 of the Food Biz Whiz podcast. In this episode, I am talking about rest and how we navigate hustle culture as entrepreneurs. I'm keeping you in the loop and sharing a challenge that I'm going to hold myself to in 2024. And then at the end of the show, I'm going to invite you to get in touch if this episode resonates with you so that we can talk more about topics just like this next year. All right, let's get right into it. I'm Allie Ball, former grocery buyer and retail store manager turned wholesale consultant. In my role on the retail floor, I saw delicious, values-driven brands fail on our shelves simply because they didn't understand the behind the scenes of wholesale. I created the Food Biz Whiz podcast to give you hard-to-access insight from my career in the food industry and the tools and strategies to help you succeed on retail shelves. If you're a committed food founder who's looking to create and grow a packaged products business that positively impacts our food system, puts wealth back into your own hands, and employs members of your local community, you have found the right podcast. Let's do this. All right, food and beverage founders, listen up. Your time to join us inside of Retail Ready and to get extended access through March 31st is coming to a close. I know you wanna go into January feeling like you've got a rock solid plan for pitching to wholesale buyers in 2024. And I know you also want that doable, realistic, quarterly marketing strategy to support your sales once you're there. But I also know that you want some downtime over the holidays. That's exactly why we're giving you extended access through March 31st. Come join our 90-day program before the end of 2023. Get that business expense on this year's books, or heck, opt into our three-month payment plan option. You do you. And then you'll get extra access through March 31st so that you can take time off over the holidays without the guilt. What better gift can you give yourself than the gift of knowing exactly what you'll do come January to kick off the new year with a plan. Let's do it together inside of Retail Ready. Click on through to the information page in the show notes and I'll see you in there. All right, my whizzes, here we are in late December, 2023. We have only two episodes left of this year. This one, and then a show next week where I am joined by the team at ECRM and Range Me to discuss trends that we can expect in our industry in 2024. A quick heads up that the entire t- Food BizWiz team and I are gonna take some extra time off over the holidays, and we are going to be working reduced hours. So you won't have a podcast from us the week between Christmas and New Year's. So I just like to think about it as you're gonna have plenty of time to catch up on past shows or take a listening pause yourself. So that segues perfectly into today's topic, shifting our attitude around hustle culture, finding that elusive work-life balance, and prioritizing rest. I want to talk about this topic because I feel like, in a weird way, it is still taboo to talk about it in entrepreneurship. Yet every single one of my previous one-on-one clients and my empowerment group coaching clients, every single one of them has brought this topic to the table. Every time I post about this topic on social media or I talk about it on my email list, so many of you raise your hand and say some version of me too. I feel this alley. I am struggling with this. So it comes out in different forms, right? Like some of you wonder, how can I get off this hamster wheel of entrepreneurship? How can I stop at the end of the day and leave work behind For a weekend? How can I turn off my brain? How can I be present outside of work instead of constantly thinking about it? It takes many different forms. Some of my clients get to a point where you realize that there's more to life than just work, that the work will always be there. Some of you have worked with me to realize that your personal definition of success has shifted and that your business is no longer the main. Measure of success in your life anymore. Some of you realize what work is taking away from your lives, the disconnect that you might feel from your friends, the distance that is growing between you and your partner, the emotional strain, gosh, the stress, the anxiety, the worry that you carry on your shoulders each week. I see all different versions of hustle culture taking its toll on the people that I work with. And then on top of that there's another challenge that most of my clients who struggle with this, you know, work life hustle culture balance, most of them have have this thing. It looks like this. They have judgment and guilt about wanting to rest or wanting a break or needing a pause, especially when your bizn business isn't as, you know, quote unquote, successful as you think it should be. There's the guilt and the shame and the beat down, thinking that you don't actually deserve to rest or pause. That you shouldn't be this tired without that seven-figure business that shows how hard you've worked. That you haven't earned the rest yet. I've worked with countless numbers of people on getting to the place where they truly believe that they have done enough and that they deserve to rest. So I'm curious, does any of this sound familiar? Were you nodding along? I'll admit, it sounds familiar to me. When I say this out loud, I'm like, yeah, (laughs) speaking to myself. I want to tell you about the Ball family. (laughs) Everyone in my family is an entrepreneur. My dad started his business over 50 years ago. My mom started her own business when I was in middle school, showing me that it wasn't too late to do your own thing. My grandfathers on both sides, literally my mom's side and my dad's side started their own businesses as well. And my brothers, both of them, I have two brothers, they have taken over my dad's business. I come from a long line of entrepreneurs and a long, I've got a long family history of working for ourselves. And it, you know, it has been such a gift because it gave me the confidence to start Food Biz Whiz about 10 years ago. But I need to admit that it also came with a whole lot of baggage. I love my family. We have a great relationship, but it has taken years. Years of work on my side to shift away from the constant message that I received, both consciously and unconsciously, that one's work determines your worth. You may relate to this or not, right? We all have our reasons behind overworking, but I'm sharing mine as an example here. My family carries those Puritan beliefs that you have to work and work hard in order to be successful you will be successful. There wasn't a doubt about that growing up, which I'm, you know, really grateful for, but you sure as heck are going to put in a lot of sweat, blood, tears in order to get to the top. You got to earn it. You've got to earn your paycheck. You've got to earn your weekends. You've got to earn your vacation days. This is what I grew up with. Now, One side of this, on on the one hand, I respect this a lot. I have an unbelievable amount of grit and tenacity as a result of my upbringing. I, by and large, I set and I hit my goals. I have self-confidence that is a gift in entrepreneurship, but it came with a price tag. The belief that there's always more to do, that I haven't done enough, that I need to earn my rest. So in my childhood, it looks like this. We were always, simply, we were always just doing things. When I think about my childhood, it was a state of always moving and buzzing about from hobby to hobby, sports, art projects, tinkering around the house, being in clubs and after school organizations, playing instruments and on and on and on. I mean, there wasn't a lot of downtime and we were always expected to be productive with our time, even if that just meant reading a book. Reading was productive because it was tied to learning. But in my memory, there was very, very little lounging around. There wasn't much space. There wasn't boredom. There wasn't downtime. We were scheduled and we were on. We were earning it. (laughs) So by my mid-30s, I mean, maybe it was COVID that sparked it. I don't know, but something shifted in me. I was on the brink of burnout and i started working with a coach who identified this family value of mine almost immediately and we just started chipping away at it i decided to start questioning it slowly through intentional work and support from my own coach i've been able to shift my internal narrative i mean sure yes it pops up here and there but i have done gosh almost a 180 over the past few years And I now recognize that work is just one part of me. Okay, so why am I telling you all this? Well, first of all, again, because we need to talk about it more. I see entrepreneurs on the brink of burnout, exhausted and disconnected from your original passion and your big why of starting your business. I see founders who close their businesses not because you're ready to, but because you're too tired or worn out, or depleted, too depleted to keep going. I see founders who build their businesses based off someone else's values, just like I did, without even questioning what you care about and what's important in your life and in this stage of your life. I hope that by being transparent and frankly, a little bit vulnerable here, this, this does feel vulnerable for me, that I can help you have this, internal conversation too. If this podcast helps just one person step back from the brink of burnout, it's a success. If this episode gives one person permission to do less or to re-examine your business or to truly take a day off or to get curious about what you're feeling rather than just going through the motions and gritting and bearing it, this episode has done its job. And then secondly, I want to share my 2024 personal challenge with you. I want to have you hold me accountable. And I want to invite you to keep up with my progress along the way. As I've shifted my belief around work and self-worth, I've come to embrace rest and spaciousness in its place. If you told my younger self that I would be, gosh, that I'd be taking an afternoon nap Several times a week, I would have never believed you. But it's true. I have a favorite 25 minute yoga nidra reset nap that I do most days of the week, right on the floor of my office. I've been vocal about my value of rest here internally at Food Biz Wiz, and we have designed our company culture around it. So, for example, here, full time is 30 hours a week. And the majority of the team works less than that. Myself excluded more on that in a moment. We observe 15 holidays a year, plus virtually unlimited approved time off so that we have plenty of space outside of work. We don't have meetings on Fridays. We actually try to limit meetings as much as we can to begin with. Everyone makes their own schedule so we can each accommodate work excuse me, life outside of work, whether that's hobbies or kids or time with friends or community activities or time with our partners. And we have built that balance, that rest into our culture. I realized, however, that I was still the worst offender <laughs> here at Food Biz Whiz, and I have been craving more spaciousness. In that spirit, I am pushing myself to do a big, radical thing next year. I am committing to taking 40 Fridays off in 2024. That's working a four-day work week, three out of the four weeks of the month. If I can hit that, I will hit my goal. And I gotta tell you, I am hesitant to share this on the podcast. I'm nervous that there's gonna be some of you listeners out there who judge it and who judge me and who judge my work ethic. Or listeners who are like, well, good for you, Allie, but (laughs) I don't have a team like you do to pick up the slack. And I get it, right? Deep down, I know that I am nervous to share it because I'm still judging myself about it. But I also know that this is what I truly want, and I cannot lead by example unless I share what I am doing. So I am putting my self-judgment aside, and I'm sharing my goal for 2024 it has taken me 10 years of building my business to get to this point where it's even feasible. So please do not compare your year one or your year three or your year seven to my year 10 here. I mean, or heck, don't even compare your business model to my business model. We all have different values. Anyway, so that's what I'm doing in 2024. Why am I doing it? I want to be super, super clear that it is not about productivity for me. And this is the part of hustle culture that actually drives me nuts. Somehow we have branded rest as productive time. And we are letting ourselves rest, justifying rest, by saying that it's going to make us even more productive when we are in work mode. Now, I'm not going to deny that, right? It is likely true that when you rest, you come back more focused, more clear, right? More productive, right? But that is not the reason why I am taking 40 Fridays off. And it's not the reason why I think we actually need to rest more. If we tie rest to productivity, we are just playing into the capitalist, white supremacy work culture that has to shift in our culture. We are not machines. We do not need to rest just so that we can have better output. So I'm taking my 40 Fridays off just to see what happens. I actually have a thesis statement about what impact it's going to have on me and on the business and ultimately what impact it's going to have on you but I'm not quite ready to share that yet. I fear that if I lean into the thesis statement from the beginning, then this next year is just gonna be about proving that it's true. And instead, I wanna be surprised. I wanna surprise myself with what happens as I invite more space into my year. So with that, I wanna invite you to follow along on this. I'm still trying to figure out what accountability that I can create around this so it's not more work for me, right? That's ironic and that just defeats the purpose of it, right? I don't wanna be like, and I'm gonna launch another podcast where every Friday I check in and tell you about what I'm doing on my rest day, right? That's just more work and that defeats the purpose of it. But what I can commit to is a quarterly rest report via email. I'll share what's working for me. I'm going to share resources that I have found to be really helpful, like that favorite yoga nidra of mine that I mentioned earlier. I'll talk about where I'm struggling, whether or not my thesis statement is proving true. Got a lot of thoughts to share in that quarterly rest report. I would love for you to join me in on that. And it's going to be a separate mailing lists from my normal food biz whiz emails. So if you're someone who maybe doesn't care about my business building emails or our retail ready invites or our weekly podcast emails, or maybe you've unsubscribed from those emails in the past, no shame on that. But if this topic about entrepreneurial hustle and rest culture, if this topic really lands for you, come and join me you can sign up in the show notes or just send me a DM on Instagram, message me on LinkedIn and tell me that you want to be added to our list. I might do some sort of weekly template that I publicly post on Instagram on Thursdays as I sign off for the week, but that's a little up in the air there. We've actually just secured the Food Biz Whiz Instagram handle after about three years of a trademark challenge. So you will see that name switch coming in the new year on Instagram. It'll move away from It's Alley Ball and towards food biz whiz. So the good news is that I can then claim my It's Alley Ball back as my personal account. And I can talk more about the things that I care deeply about outside of shifting the food industry. Rest, freedom, personal growth, coaching, breath work, radical self-curiosity. You can talk about all of those outside of work passions of mine over on my own page. So I'll invite you to follow along once that's up, likely late January. Okay, I think that's enough for this unscripted episode. If you are also exploring your relationship to rest and your role in hustle culture, let me know. This, Like I said, this is kind of a vulnerable episode for me as it feels a little edgy and not completely aligned with our normal package products topics. So I need to know if it landed with you or if you're listening and you're like, Allie, stick to your day job. (laughs) So tell me either way. I'm here for your feedback. So as we wrap up, I invite you to sign up for my quarterly rest report in the show notes. The first one is going to be sent out via email on Thursday, December 28th instead of a podcast episode that week, right? We're going to take that week off so the team and I can rest but I will send out our first rest report that week. I'll tell you how I'm actually resting over the holidays. It is wild. I'm doing something that I've never done before and I'm really intimidated by it. And then I'm gonna give you some rest resources right off the bat. So thank you for holding me accountable for my 40 Fridays in 2024. And thank you for being a part of my personal evolution. I feel... I feel really grateful that we have a podcast community that feels safe and supportive enough for me to share in this way. So thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, I'll see you back here next week. We're gonna wrap up the year talking about trends coming up in 2024. Then we'll take that holiday week off all together. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Food Biz Whiz. If you're enjoying this podcast and the tools it gives you for growing your packaged product business, please subscribe so you never miss an episode. From one small business owner to another, I am deeply grateful for your support of this podcast, and I appreciate it when you share it with your fellow food founders, share it on social media, or leave me a review on your listening platform. Ready for more? Find out how we can work together at foodbizwiz.com. I'll see you right back here next week.